Podcast. Stu, Angie, and Janelle Podcast. Your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving, and on the old car radio. Yesterday, we were the three of us were out and about doing a photo shoot. Ooh la la, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be, I guess, uh, featured in the spring edition of Faces Magazine. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. nice to do that. We haven't done that in a little while, get all gussied up. Yeah, we well, actually, actually had a full makeup squad doing our makeup. Well, Andrew, Corey is amazing. Yeah. yeah, so Corey Stone took care of the hair and makeup, and uh, Sean Sisk took our photo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andrew was really the only one all gussied up. Janelle and I were, like, casual. Well, the way I was dressed, yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, Angie didn't get the memo. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> we were all just supposed to wear whatever we wanted, yeah. and we all looked great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we all had... Did you, uh, Angie, did you have new shoes yesterday? No. Okay, so Janelle and I had new shoes. Yeah, I went out because everything I own is grubby, and I was like, oh, God, i got to get some new shoes. <laughs> These are going to be featured in the photos. So I wore my brand-new Nikes yesterday, and I was very careful to take them off and, and bring them back home and make sure that they were clean. But as I got home, I my vehicle was parked outside, and I went to get the basket, and my shoes dropped in a puddle. Oh, your new shoes. My brand new Nikes that I've had for four months that I haven't worn yet. Hey, you've had them for that long and you've never used them yet? We're in winter, you know. Waiting for spring. Oh, four months. You could have worn it in fall. So one of them, you know, got full on. They flip upside down in the puddle? Like fully soaked. Yeah. I was, if anybody heard a lot of cursing yesterday around uh, 1230 in Barhaven, that was me. Because they're kind of like a suede-ish, aren't they? Yeah. Like they're not like leather. No. No, because that would be fine, but. But it's it's a bright blue and white. Yeah, like those, they're not, they're not bright and blue and white anymore, are they? Uh, So I asked my son, who's a, who's a shoe head, what do you call them, shoe heads? I don't know. Uh, uh, Sneakerhead. He's not <laughs> sneakerhead. Sneakerhead. I said. Head. I said. You're, you're constantly cleaning your your Nikes. Can you help me? So he cleaned it. It looks brand new. Oh well, there um, you go. He's got like a whole kit that he pulls yeah, out. He, and he, the kit like, costs more than it. shoes. He's got the white gloves on. He's like spraying it, Q-tipping it. But see, kids are good for something. Yeah, they are. Wow, that's one thing they like to clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so funny though, doing those photo shoots because you're always like, "What do I do with my hands? Oh my like, how do I?" Mm. Pose, and they kind of just tell you to do whatever comes natural. What it's not natural. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're just kind of like smiling, and then you're like, you feel like it's too stiff. So then you try to do like a, ah! and then you like put your hands up in the air, and then you're like, oh god, that's like jazz hands. So then you try to put your hands down, and then you just you never feel. You end up looking like a real estate agent when when your hands are down. I think Angie looks like a natural when she does yeah. it. <laughs> well, I had a lot of years of doing photo shoots for like new look eyewear and stuff, so they did show me like some poses and what to do. But yeah. wow, she got the professional no, advice. Janelle and I got nothing. That was years ago. I don't remember. It's not like riding a bike. That's for sure. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move One Hundred. All right, all right, all right. Gather around the old radio machine. This morning's fact is mind-blowing when you hear it, okay? We've all heard of the Big Dipper, right? You look in the sky and you oh, there's the Big Dipper. Easy mm-hmm. to identify. Yep. Yeah. You know, what they, you know what they call it in um, in France? What? Take a guess, if you had to guess. Le Grand something, whatever Dipper Dipper. It's actually called the casserole. Oh, because it's a pot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Casserole. The casserole. Big, the Big Dipper is like a pot with a handle. Yeah, the handle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Did you? Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't know. Because he thought we were going to be so shocked by what it was called. Because the Big Dipper is shaped like a, like a, like a, like a pot or a ladle. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like a, like with a handle. That's oh, why they is. call it the Big Dipper. Did you not know that? And there's no. a Little Dipper. <laughs> I know there's a Little Dipper. But yeah, casserole is different because like a casserole is Yeah, like a, a casserole a pan. Is, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> casserole is gross. I don't like casserole. So they call it, in, did you say in France? Yeah, in France they call it the uh, the, the casserole. Casserole. Yeah. Casserole. Okay. Okay. That's cute. I okay. like it. Cool. It's a useless fact. It's yeah, definitely, so you know. When you look up at the sky, you'll be thinking uh, the Big Dipper or the casserole. Patty, I'll remember that when I'm at the top of the Eiffel Tower looking at the Grand Casserole. <laughs> You're going to Paris? No, I said if I ever do. No. Uh, how do you rate that fact from 1 to 10? 1 being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the best useless fact you've ever heard in your life. Uh, I think I'll give you a 7 this morning. Okay, a respectable 7. Angie? I'll give it an 8, yeah. I think okay. it, I'll remember that. Okay. To the scores, we go a 10-0-30. Stewart's number one favorite fan is Neurotic Mama gives him 10. Oh, and these years, I thought the Big Dipper was something else. Ooh. See, I'm not the only one. She's got a dirty mind. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she does. Uh, 8.5 because Stu didn't know it was shaped like a dipper. <laughs> Says Turtley Sharon. I legit always wondered, why do they call it a dipper? Oh, my gosh, um, that's funny. 9.5 and 9.5 from Sassy Kathy and Manowitz. Hall of Famers Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Even us Frenchies didn't know that. Uh, didn't know that. And they give you a 7 from Ryder and a 10 from Dad this morning. Why did the kid only give me a 7? Well, maybe he just doesn't appreciate astrology. <laughs> uh, Ryder, come on. Uh, Bosch Traveler, it's a funny fact. Interesting, too. I'm going to give it an 8. There you go. Definitely, Definitely useless and making me hungry. Uh, an eight from Cranky Craig. Craig needs a breakfast casserole. Oh, oh those are the worst. Oh, you don't like those? Ever I have one of? I, they call I had it one a, of those. They call it a wife saver. What's oh, even in? Just, is that just eggs and meat and stuff? <laughs> well, you could do different things, but yeah, you can do like eggs, like cut up bread cubes. Yeah. Um, <sighs> like bacon, sausage, if you want cheese, and you bake it all as one like big casserole. Okay. So you never had one. No. The one that I had on Air Canada years ago was disgusting. Okay. Well, you can't compare yeah, yeah, airplane it, food. airplane food besides, like the. <laughs> one that I make on a Christmas morning is so much better. <laughs> They're good. They're good. I'm telling you, you would like it. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, it's something you'd see maybe criminals do in a movie, but an Ottawa restaurant was broken into and out of during a heist to steal a safe from a jewelry store next door. Oh, my God. So Moe's Barbecue on Bank Street, they're in the Towngate Shopping Plaza, was broken into. A giant hole was cut in their wall that is shared with the jewelry store next door. So the owner came in, sees this giant hole in the wall in his dining room, and then realizes, yeah, they went into the jewelry store next door to rob that, but came through his wall to do it. Holy crap. They cut through some pipes, too, to get through the wall, so he had leaking going on, the whole thing, so tons of damage, but like... What? That's unbelievable. Right? How much yeah. was in that safe? Yeah. Honestly. But no jewelry store. Jewelry store in there. Yeah, next. but. But you, you remember the years and years and years ago, the Champagne Gang in Ottawa, and they used to go to different restaurants and stores and cut a hole in the roof and pull the safe out through the roof. Stop it. Yeah, That yeah. sounds like something from a movie. I know. Well, it sounds it, like Ocean's Eleven or yeah. something. Was jo- yeah. George Clooney? Uh, yeah, no, but that was, involved? it was a very real thing. Yeah. So the warmer winter weather uh, that we've been seeing this entire 
Fire Winter has claimed another cherished winter tradition in the, in the nation's capital. So the huge skate, the Lake Festival on the Big Rito, now been postponed after or it was well was postponed, now been canceled altogether. The Ice Dragon Boat Festival has to cancel the races too. The NCC has now tweeted that they've officially passed that record for the latest opening date of the Rideau Canal, wow. which was February second back in two thousand two. Everyone, I remember that. You know, everyone over the weekend was like, you know, that was our silver lining. Well, yeah. at least this minus 40 is good for the canal. They'll get it open. Yeah. But no. no. It's not enough time. It's it, not. We need days of that. So as much as I thing. despise winter, I was hoping that the winter loot things would go off I without know. a hitch. They need at least 30 centimeters. And to do that, they need 10 to 14 days of consecutive cold weather. Oof. So, like, it's just not going to open it's this year. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's it's, sad. it's mm-hmm. not looking like that's going to happen. And that's what's trending. Stuff and Stu. Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Are we killing the fun for kids? Or is it kind of just a necessary movement with the times? Parents are conflicted on this. A Kitchener school has reignited the debate on how we deal with special occasions in the classroom, in the school setting, when they now decided to no longer celebrate Valentine's Day on school grounds. Good Lord. Citing that they could lead to a financial strain on families and also that the promotion of candy is inconsistent with the healthy schools approach that Mm. schools now take. Uh, Yeah, okay. So it's just another kind of special occasion on the sword. We've seen in a lot of cases, a lot of schools don't allow kids to wear Halloween costumes, right? right? They uh, change the wording around the holidays and different things like that. Is this just another example of how we have to move forward and be more inclusive? Or is it just killing the fun that we all knew and were able to partake in when we grew up? Put me down as killing the fun. Yeah. There were years where I didn't get a single Valentine and Valentine's Day. I'd go home, I'd cry, and my mother would say, deal with it. <laughs> like, Not everyone gets we... a participation ribbon. That's, that's what I'm trying to get to. Like, kids mm-hmm. have to learn disappointment. I've had, my kids have learned disappointment, and they, it's, it's a life challenge. You have to get through this. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's ways that you can get through it, though. Like, you can have a mandate for the classroom that either, if you want to bring in Valentine's, that you bring in one for every member yeah. of the classroom. Yeah. Like, usually te- teachers do this. They provide yeah. a number and say, there are 24 kids in this classroom. Please make sure if you're bringing in Valentine's Day, you bring in 24. Yeah. yeah. And if you can't afford to and you don't want to bring them in, then you just don't. Yeah. But uh, if you are, be, you know, be inclusive. But the thing is, is, like, the other thing that they bring up, and they're bringing up, like, the sexuality of it. And, like, you know, well, it's it's promoting, you know, boys giving to girls and girls giving to boys. And, like, maybe oh that's not how. Gosh. But the thing is, is, like, we never did that growing up because yeah. we no. were we gave them to girls and boys alike. Yeah, yeah, some of my favorite Valentines came from my my girlfriend. Yeah, like I can remember them and I kept them and I have them in like a box at home right now. Because <laughs> as you go through your box of Valentines, whatever you buy, yeah. um, you you think about each one. And you kind of personalize what it Absolutely. says yeah. for different friends, right? Oh, like I know this friend likes you know teddy bears, so I'm going to give her one that has a teddy bear on it or something yeah. like that. You know. It's just, uh, I think it's it's overkill, and I think that Valentine's Day promotes love. They, I mean, this is the only holiday mm-hmm. that it, it doesn't it doesn't have a religious connotation to it. It is celebrated by you know everyone. We talk about you know friends going out and Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day. I yeah. mean, as an adult, so why not take this as an opportunity 
to promote yeah. love yeah. of all types yeah. in in the classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, but s- some parents take these things and take them way 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 too far. The, it's it's entirely possible for you to just send your child with Valentine's. You don't yeah. have to send in the chocolate hearts. You no. don't have yeah. to send in the candy hearts and the sweet tarts and all that. You don't have to do that. You can simply just send a card. For us growing up, I know about you guys, but the joy for me was having the teacher tape a little brown brown paper Mm -hmm. bag to each desk or whatever and then each kid got to go around and put a valentine in the paper bag i was more excited for those valentines and reading each one of them than i i never got chocolate i never cared about that talking about small chocolate it's it's not like we're polluting the kids with but it's possible to do it without even bringing in the candy candy, angle you don't have to do you can have a mandate that there's no candy and you can still have a Valentine's Day. Well, why no candy? Why can't we have candy? <laughs> I know, but you know what? The they, there's things, a new you know? healthy schools thing. They don't want any sweets. They don't want this, that. Okay, fine. Even if you take that out and respect that and just give your kid the chocolate at home, you can still recognize Valentine's Day with just a little simple card. And Kids is, need candy. And oh, this is stop. like one. Give your own kid candy. <laughs> <laughs> this is one special thing that happens in uh, what's, you know, the worst time of the year it's dark it's cold you know yeah. there's not a lot going on there's not a lot to look forward to after christmas what has there been yeah you know this is a one special day the kids can oh my gosh we can wear red and pink today we're gonna like they get enough festive. candy at easter you know like <laughs> i i don't know yeah it seems a little overboard we have a lot of text messages coming in at 10 zero thirty about this well you know and here's the thing school us is there something yeah. we're missing maybe there's another mm-hmm. angle we have a lot of teachers that listen principals etc is there something that you know you can offer that tells us why this is not good practice going forward to to eliminate these special occasions in schools for kids let us know text in your opinion we'll get to some of them at 10 30 and give us a call too 750-1100 love to talk to you first it was halloween now it's valentine's day are we taking away all of the special occasions from kids in schools because one school out in kitchener has decided to do that and we wanted to get you know some information from the source yeah. and um we have some information from what a, you know a teacher thinks so what's your take i'm a, i'm a teacher um in primary so we valentine's day is a big deal and it happens to fall in kindness week oh, oh perfect you. yeah so we talk about you know being kind to your friends everything we have different activities going on and then we do the brown paper bag on on the desk Okay, so you're still about promoting this and allowing this to happen. Exactly. Love and friendship. Uh, yeah, it, it's all it's all about friendship. Exactly. And yeah. um, a lot of you are seeing it this way. You know, we got this text in at ten zero thirty. It says, "My wife and I raise our children to be." caring passionate we want them to you know find something they love and go do it so whether that's basketball art math it really doesn't matter so they say by removing valentine's day from school it feels like we're not allowing our kids to feel we're not Mm. allowing them to have fun to break the no candy rule every once in a while because you know it's not like we're talking about doing this every single day um and it sounds like they're raising our children to be a non-democratic country where you know everything is controlled all of our fun is controlled there's no independent thinking um, and they just say, you know, happy Valentine's Day because this, this is overboard. Yeah. So, I mean, we asked if 
there's something we're missing, you know, yeah. because we said, you know, in the, in the spirit of inclusion, which is some, one of the things that's brought up here, and it says, you know, it could be a financial strain for some families. You know, some kids will just bring in Valentine's Day cards for the kids they like, and then yeah. others will be left out. But we said, well, what if, you know, the classroom had a mandate where it's like, if you're bringing them in, you bring 24. You bring one for every member of the class. Yeah. Everyone's included. So we asked if we're missing some, something, and this uh, text at 10.030 says... Yes, but we all know it doesn't work the way it should. Kids are cruel these days, and if you don't fit in or you don't do what everyone else does, it's the child who will hurt in the end. If someone can't afford cards and you don't buy them, what is that child going to feel and how are the other kids going to treat them because they didn't bring any in because the family couldn't afford it? Please. So here's the deal. Me as a parent, I never buy the expensive, you know, Valentine's Day card du jour with the, like, number one, you know, person on it. I go to the dollar store. And I buy, whether it's Disney or, you know, Cars, which was popular 10 years ago, whatever. They might not be, you know, the most popular character, but at the same time, they're economical. You get 30 in a package for like two bucks or whatever. covers the whole classroom. And, you know, for my, both of my girls to send them in with Valentine's Day cards at the same time, it never cost me more than than $4, you know, at the most. So if we can't find $4 or whatever it is for our kid, like... What's Not the, even $4. You know, like, or $2. Yeah. I mean, j- don't buy a coffee that week. Go yeah. into the couch cushions. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I, alarmed. If you have children at home and you can't find $4. Yeah. yeah. Like, no one is suggesting you need to go overboard and buy the erasers and the pencils and all that other stuff. No sure, one is that saying that. cost you, like, $20, $40. If yeah. You as a parent, you, but you don't need to do that. As a parent, you have to know that this is coming. Like, people, there are a lot of parents that are stupid. That, that don't understand that school costs money. And I understand not everybody can afford it, but come on. We're taking away Valentine's Day? Come on. Yeah. You know what? You can buy uh, construction paper and for like them. a buck and just make them even. Yeah. You know, you don't even have to buy, you know, or just make them on white paper and yeah. color them. Like there's ways to do it that, you know, is doable yeah. for every way, shape, or form. So. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let us know how you feel. You can continue to call us 750-1100 or text us at 10-0-30. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? umbrella this sunday the big super bowl halftime show people are getting so pumped of course ctv is the exclusive television broadcast partner for the super bowl you can catch all the coverage uh, on ctv for sure on sunday starts at 6 p.m but rihanna is reportedly planning after this big super bowl show to announce perhaps a global tour mm. so sources have said that and i mean the, what a perfect time to do it yeah it's the time to do it when the <laughs> hype is up as yeah. the maximum <laughs> after a super bowl show the streaming of that artist's songs their libraries always skyrocket and so she's got these north american dates apparently already ready to announce after the super bowl and then european dates to follow after that so her plan though they say is to set up mini residencies in major cities rather than visiting multiple cities 
Was oh. it actually kind of a smart idea? It is. And tickets yeah. will only be three thousand dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like a lot of her fellow musicians are so excited for this show. Adele at her Vegas show the other night at Caesar's Palace told the crowd that she was going to Super Bowl, but only to go see Rihanna. <laughs> She's like, I don't <laughs> care about the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, the other night at the Grammys, there was a super fan up on the stage that got to hug Harry Styles as he was winning album of the year. For a very long time, they hugged. <laughs> and everyone was kind of like, who is this? Because they invited a group of fans up on stage. And the fans had the pleasure of announcing the winner. But no one really knew the backstory as to who this woman was that Harry Styles was hugging and having this whole moment with. But everybody loved it. They were so cute together. Turns out she is a great-grandmother from Sudbury, Ontario. Oh, my yeah. god! And she was up on stage. And the reason she got up there is because over the holidays, they were all talking as a family, just sitting in the living room about, you know, random things. And great-grandma was going on to everybody about how Harry Styles is such an entertainer, how much she loves his music, (laughs) and her granddaughter posted the video to TikTok. Well, the Grammy saw it, contacted her, and asked her to come be a part of the ceremony and present to Harry Styles. Oh my God. Oh, that's awesome. How amazing is that? She said that, like, wasn't expecting the hug, though. And when he hugged her, she said, I just kept hugging him, so (laughs) hoping it wasn't going to (laughs) end. And she's like, I couldn't believe that this was going on. She just kept telling myself, I just got to keep it together. I got to keep it together. But yeah. And then even after he was waiting for his collaborators to finish their part of the speech, he's like walking over, giving her fist pumps. Like, they were so cute together. What a moment for her. Right? I love it. You put something out there and you never know who's watching. Exactly. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, boys and girls, what's the date on the wall? It's uh, the 7th of February. Is that correct? Uh, Yes. yes. Uh, Today, I'm going to win Word Wars for the first time in a month. Oh, it's a gutsy call. All right, all right. Uh, Janelle, who's made the cut today? All right, we have on the line with us Frank and Paul. Stu, you're up with Paul first. Good morning, Paul. Paul, you there? Hey, I'm here, Stu. Did you bring your A game today, Paul? I hope I did. I'm counting on you for the win. I haven't won in a long time. I mean, I won last week when Angie was away, but uh, I I haven't won. Yeah. What? (laughs) I need the win. What are the categories, you know? Well, thank you to Lucretia Supaneca who sent these in. We have pure white or pure red. What? Things that are white or things that are red. Okay. Let's go with white. Things that are white in three, two, one. Uh, These make rain. Clouds. And uh, you uh, roast us on the um, on a stick. You make s'mores with them. Marshmallows. Yes, and you're blowing with gum. What are you blowing? Bubbles. And you're chewing with your. You're chewing. You're chewing. Yeah. You're chew- he did yeah. It. And you have. We have a lot of this in the city. A lot of white stuff. What do you, what's what's no. called? And no. you're you're getting married. You're you're wearing a. Dress. Gown. Uh, what kind of gown? Wedding gown. Yes, and... Uh, wow, oh, nice work. You guys did good. God, you guys got six. Uh, who is helping you in the background? I have kids. Do you know me as Otto the bus driver? Oh, Otto, how are you? <laughs> hey, not bad. So the kids on the bus were helping you? Oh, yeah. I love oh, it. So Thanks, fun. guys. Thank you very much. Hi, kids. Uh, <laughs> I, ice cream for everyone. It's going to go through the drive-thru. Uh, okay, so hang on the line. Uh, we're going to go over to Frank. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. Hi. So they had a pretty good game today. 
Yeah, we can do better. Yeah. <laughs> what? You got to do perfect. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, again, our category, things that are red, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. These grow on a vine. You make wine out of them. Uh, great. Yeah. A dozen long stem. Roses. Yes. This is, uh, you dip these in chocolate. It's a fruit. Stra- strawberry. Yes. Uh, this is a gemstone that you put in a, in a ring. Ruby. Yeah. Ruby. This has claws and a tail. Seafood. Uh, crab. No. The other one. Lobster. Yeah. Uh, this beats in your chest. Heart. Yeah. This is what? the red bird. Uh, cardinal. Oh! I'm more impressed with any new Ruby. (laughs) (laughs) That was a solid game, Frank. Way to go. Pulled out. Incredible. You beat the bus driver, and all the kids in the bus are are sad now. How do you feel about making those kids cry? How do you feel, buddy? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Frank what he won. Well, we got a $100 gift card for you for Lotto Max, so hopefully you hit the jackpot, okay? Okay, thank you. Good luck. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. What color is your loofah at home? <laughs> <laughs> the loofah in the shower? Uh, uh, pink. <laughs> okay, that I means something. That means something, guys. You might want to be very particular about the loofah you purchase next time. Um, Why? Because no longer is it the upside-down pineapple that is the international sign for swingers. It's a loofah. What? <laughs> okay, like fun, fun fact, though. My, whole, my friend didn't know about the pineapple thing, and she bought um, her, her husband a pineapple shirt and trunks matching for their beach trip. <laughs> and then we told her the news. <laughs> it's not like you have a Hawaiian pizza tattoo on your back. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not mm-hmm. quite the same. I mean, Adam has pineapple shorts. He wore them to Turks and Caicos, and there somebody called, the, uh, called us out. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, one of our listeners was like, oh, I see he's got pineapple shorts. <laughs> I wonder why the pineapple became a symbol for that. Anyway, we're getting off track. Okay, so it's not the pineapple. What do you mean by a loofah? Uh, like the, the shower loofah. No, like, I yeah. know, but how do you use it? Okay, well, um, residents from a Florida retirement complex okay. called The Villages. Oh, I've heard of The Villages. Yeah, it's known as the Wild Retiree Getaway. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are apparently putting these loofahs on their cars to distinguish their swinging sexual styles. Oh, because there's a wide variety. There is a big range. There's like a whole guide here. Okay. About so all like of the color different colors. Means what? So you said you were pink at home? Yeah. Pink. That means a soft swap. People who like to do it with others in the room. Ooh, hello. Good Lord. <laughs> Hi, Angie. I'm not putting that in my car. Sue, so you said you were blue? <laughs> yeah. What does Lowest that mean? Lowest level of full swap. Those who can play well with others. What? What does that mean? I don't even understand this language. <laughs> Am I a square? Okay, so what what are some other color means? Like uh, white is your novice, you're a beginner, you're just getting into it. Um, okay. uh, purple, uh, voyeur, you like to watch. <laughs> oh god, that would be me. I don't understand like how the loofah on the car is indicating stuff for these seniors. Like they know who everybody's car is. I, I would assume maybe your car is parked outside of your house. Yeah. Oh, look at Phyllis's car over there. She's got <laughs> yeah. a purple loof on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to purple. Uh, okay. Oh what I say? Um, yeah. So it, like, it, this isn't that crazy because there's like TikTok videos of, of loofah after loofah after loofah attached to all of these people's cars. Really? Like, there's a lot of them, and some people have a couple of colors on their Who on knew? their car. That's what seniors were doing in Florida. <laughs> 
Wow, that is a snowbird. Uh, I know that uh, there is a street, I won't say what it is, in Stittsville. Come on, say it. Nope. And it is notorious for that, that it's common on the entire street. Okay. And the signal, the indicator for it, is you leave your garage a little bit open at the bottom. Yeah, I've heard that before. It's well known in the West End. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And so what, you see the door, you can go over and you knock on the door. and you, you know say, that hey. it's, uh, they're open. I guess. And in Barhaven, too, I've noticed a, a lot of garage doors are like that. Really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, this, that's for Stittsville, not for Barhaven. It's for Stittsville. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here in Barhaven. But who knew? Like, the villages in Florida, that is like the place to party when is you're... Is really that surprising, though? A lot of Canadians go down and spend their summer, uh, winters there? Well, I mean, it's surprising to me. If it's the place to party, I guess that explains it. My mom goes to Florida. What is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> She's not there. She's not there. Okay, uh, loofahs. Interesting. My mother just texted me about loofahs. I don't want to even look at that text. What is her color? (laughs) She said, uh, I have a natural color loofah. A natural. Well, that's probably similar to white, so she's a beginner. (laughs) Luba, you're a novice. That's my mother. Uh, Four skinny, smounted, moody, and left shoulder and two left lanes closed. Hunt Club uh, Road, uh, just west of Cedarview. There's a collision there. Uh, Collision Russell at Milton, Albion at Mitch Owens. And it looks like some snow up to three centimeters in the forecast this afternoon with three degrees as well on the way right now, minus 18. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Yes, yes, yes. Tell me good news about Yellowstone, please. I do not have good news. Oh, what? <laughs> this is one of the intros of first show that I do not fast forward through. I still love it. Yeah. Oh, so good. The okay. horses and the oil towers. They, it's just like all like the landscape too. Yeah, oh, I love it. They don't all die, do they? So, <laughs> it has been a wildly popular series, Yellowstone. Emmy nominated, critical acclaim, love from the audiences, and I mean, the cast is outstanding. But there have been reports that they might be ending it after five seasons because of scheduling conflicts and disputes that are ongoing with Kevin Costner. Mm. So they were reportedly uh, signed up to shoot 65 days with the series, and he is trying to cut it to 50. He has other commitments. And so they've already had success with some successful prequels of this series, like 1883, 1923. So they're saying that there's going to be another spinoff that is potentially going to be starring Matthew McConaughey on this one. People Which want I kind of like. People want Kevin. I know, but if Kevin can do it, then... What else is he doing? Right? I don't I, know. I don't know what else he's doing. I have actually heard, and he is not an easy man to work with. Yeah, apparently he makes a lot of demands. Mm-hmm. As good as he is, but... Just give to him. Also, though, mm. I mean, do you want the show to go on forever? Oftentimes yeah. with these series, you know, five, five to... Five seasons is is a good amount, and sometimes yes. you can just go too much into it. Well, eighteen eighty three was a one off, one season right. done. Yeah. 
But 1923 is emerging as the one that's going to keep continuing and some new mm, stars coming out in that one. But but I miss Kevin. I know. I love Yellowstone, too. I love Beth. Where will Beth go? I know. I'm going to follow Beth to the ends yeah. of the earth. <laughs> so last week, Tom Brady, of course, announced that he is retiring for a second time. And it appears that posing in his underwear is going to be his new job for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so he is going to start announcing NFL games. We know that. He has a gig with Fox. But he announced yesterday that he's not going to start doing that until 2024. Okay. So in the meantime, he's promoting his Brady brand line of clothing. Of course he is. Recently, they reminded him that back in June of 2022... He had retweeted some photos of some of the models posing in his Brady underwear. And he said, hey, if this retweet gets 40,000 likes, I'll recreate some of these underwear photos myself. Ah. Of course, the tweet got way more likes than that. So they reminded him they haven't forgotten. So he posed yesterday in a wildly popular photo in his uh, Brady underwear saying, did I do it right? So this is going to be his underwear model job for a while, I guess, yeah. until he takes over with Fox. But Yeah, check your socials later today. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, oh boy. God. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm just saying check your socials. Okay, maybe check with your wife first. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Ladies and gentlemen. Moves. Password to paradise. Winner. Do it. Let's make somebody's day right now. The best part of the day right now. Hang on to your phones. Here we go. Hello. Good morning. Is Paul there? No. Can talk to me. I'm his wife. Well, this is Stu, Angie, and Janelle calling from Move 100. Oh, f- <laughs> Oh, can we speak to Paul really quick, you think? Yeah, I'm going to get him. <laughs> we promise it'll be worth it. Hello. Well, we met your wife, Paul, and sorry, we don't want to bother you. <laughs> well, I've been laid up for a few months, so she's looking after me. I had some surgery, so I've just been sitting in the house for three months. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you may need to get out of the house then, we're thinking. I do, I do need to get out of the house. Well, we're going to get you out of the house, Paul. We're going to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you very much. It is the most popular all-inclusive resort in Turks and Caicos, the best beach in the world. Great place for you to finally get out of the house, Paul. <laughs> so, was that worth coming to the phone? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Congrats. Congrats. Congrats, Paul. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. We love a local feel-good story, and this one has all the elements for a warm fuzzy. So Lily Wilson has a lot of stuffed toys, and she loves them all. But Jeffy, a woolen lamb that she has had for all of her three years of life, has always been her favorite. So, as you can imagine, a potential catastrophe was brewing this weekend when Jeffy disappeared while Lily was downtown for winterlude activities Aww. with her papa, Matt, and his friend who was visiting from Toronto. So, they had parked the city hall, they walked up Elgin for a stroll down Sparks. It is not clear when and where Jeffy disappeared, but Lily started asking about him at around 11.30, and they couldn't find him anywhere. They retraced their steps, no luck, and then they decided they had to go home. It was Lily's nap time, but 
She would not sleep, of course, because she was wanting Jeffy. So they turned to Twitter. <laughs> Some photos of Jeffy. They tagged Winterlude. They tagged the NCC, City of Ottawa. And then it turns out that this plea on Twitter was retweeted hundreds of times, uh, tons of views, and then was created the hashtag Bring Jeffy Home. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the Twitterverse, uh, of course, uh, the plea there then moved over to Reddit. It got even more traction on Reddit. And by about three o'clock that afternoon, one Reddit user uh, reported having noticed Jeffy propped up on the pedestrian crosswalk uh, near Slater and Elgin. And then someone else walked by a little bit later and reported, yeah, I saw him too. He's still there. So off they went back downtown and he was right where he was reported to be. They found him. Love it. And Lily and Jeffy were reunited by 4 (laughs) p.m. So they just could not believe how heartwarming and how super helpful everyone was, not just online, but in real life, too. Um, He said, I think everyone could relate. Everyone had or has a favorite stuffy. Parents realize how important this is Mm -hmm. when a kid clings to something like this. But uh, just love the crowdsourcing that happened all around Ottawa to bring Jeffy home. (laughs) Yeah, I love that story. It can be so great sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's all the feels on Move 100.